Better listen very carefully. A good martial artist does not become tense, but ready. Essentially, at this point, the fight is over. So you pretty much flow with the goal. Who is worthy to be trusted with the secret to limitless power? I'm ready. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Bulletproof for BJJ podcast. I am JT. Hey guys, Joey here. And we are talking about marijuana and BJJ. Is it a great combo or a nightmare mix? Mm. Ha. How often do you blaze? Bro, I don't. I'm, I'm anti-blaze. Well, you know about it. Man, I used to blaze in high school. I used to hit that year eight, year nine. And uh, I can't say it. It was good because it chilled me, but it wasn't. It definitely didn't help my studying, that's for sure. <laughs> and then it's, it might have been a little bit at uni and stuff. But I think because I've just done the more the athlete thing, uh, I never found it was performance enhancing. Right. So, you know, I, I am for all intensive purposes a lazy child at heart. Even though I do lots of extreme things to counter that, I don't need anything curbing my enthusiasm. But the popularization of marijuana with jujitsu, this, yeah, you know, shakas, brah, go for a surf, you know, cruise. Even Joe Rogan, as much as he's encouraged a lot of people to do jujitsu, which is cool, he's also a big proponent of smoking the chiba chiba. He is. And I don't, I'm not. I'm not on that. And ten, with it. 10 Planet crew too, right? There's a whole planet, yeah. The whole Eddie Bright, like, like the whole High Rollers. High Rollers. High I Rollers mean, thing. For anyone that, there's people listening that don't know what High Rollers is, it's a jiu-jitsu comp where everyone, you have to smoke a, a, like a blunt before you roll. Yep. And then you, you and you, I think you share it with your opponent yeah, or maybe. you both have one. Yep. And then you, and then you roll and the room, it's always in California and the room <laughs> is just like yes. a haze of fucking weed smoke. It's incredible. It's a, it's a and haze. the winner gets a huge bag of weed. <laughs> Jeff Glover. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's actually cool. fucking awesome. Yeah. You know, like as a, as an offshoot thing, but uh, it's taken it to an extreme, no doubt. Think this, this is my take and we can go back and forth on this. I, I understand why people smoke weed. So I, there's no misinterpretation of that. The misunderstanding or the misattribution uh, of goodness it does for you is there. It's been popularized. Oh, get rid of your pain and ah, oh, help you sleep and all this stuff. It's, it's all rubbish. Like the science doesn't support that. Marijuana is not performance enhancing in terms of run faster, lift heavier, be fitter. Can it relax your state of mind and open you up to be more creative? Possibly. So if you... I see your face, Jojo's like, I got to challenge this. I have a counterpoint to this. So if you see the creative element or the chill element to allow you to unlock some special quality, that's okay. But if we look at absolutely the world champions in jiu-jitsu, they're taking steroids, they're taking EPO, they're not smoking weed. Yeah. Other than the Rotolo brothers who love edibles. Do they? Right, <laughs> they crush edibles. San Diego, what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out, Rotolo buy a cup brothers. of coffee, you get a free edible. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what do you think, Joe? Like, what what is your take on it? I don't see how something like weed could be a a performance enhancer, right? Because you're generally not looking for something to like weed down regulates you. Yeah, it chills you out. It brings the nervous system down. Touch. So I think it has a place as a recovery enhancer. Right. Right, so you know, like that. That's how I use it. I vape sure. a little bit, sure, 
And I, to be honest, I hadn't vaped for, you know, probably three months. And then I got it out last weekend. Okay. You know, it's a little bit, I got to, got to charge it. Yeah. Got to like, got to mulch up some weed. Yeah, yeah, You sure. know, and so I packed it and then, you know, wait for the kids to go to bed and then a couple of hits of that. And, you know, Friday, Saturday night, real nice. Cruising. And just watching telly, eating <laughs> some fucking Cocoa Pops or Super something. Super chill. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like it's, a, you know, and so, so for me that I'm like, undoubtedly that made the two hours before going to bed, like really low key. Sure. Just it just switched the mind off. Yeah. So I think like I think it has a place for for on that side of things. Um, and I'm by no means saying that I think it's an essential part of it. No. Um. But the people and I and I've never I've never rolled high. I've got no interest right. in. I mean, I'm I'm interested to try it. I said, just fucking try it, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll do it. I said you know, <laughs> before recording this, I was like, all right, I'll, I'll I'll vape a little bit one morning before we do our Tuesday session. Right. And we'll see. Joe, <laughs> Joe we'll is see, bro. Joe, Joe's imagining he's going to levitate through my guard. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to double knee ride his ribs. Like <laughs> if you ever come to class and you're high, I will fucking wreck you. <laughs> As an asthmatic young child and someone who's battled like not being able to breathe most of my childhood, I would never electively do anything that's going to impede that. If you think that inhibiting your ability to breathe – Inhibiting your ability to critically problem solve is going to give you the advantage against me. You're seriously mistaken, my <laughs> friend. <laughs> I've been up since four a.m. much plotting, <laughs> plotting your demise. <laughs> That's what I do, like, man. I'd be like, bro, you can eat right all you want. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I'm in a good place <laughs> right now. <laughs> I've had um, training partners over the years. One who you're going to meet when you get to Berlin. Oh, nice. Oh, you said, yeah. yeah. Who who big fans of smoking weed? Sure. And big fans of – he wouldn't roll high, but he, he – at times, he, you know, he had. Sure. It wasn't a common thing he'd do from what I can remember. But he'd be like, and it's actually really good. How he described it was that it kind of just trimmed off that little top layer of anxiety. Anxiety. And that anxiety is what makes you second guess. It holds people back. Yeah, and it makes you pause and, it, it, you know, whereas if you just remove that and so you just go into your thing and you're doing your thing – Yeah. And it allowed, you know, people talk about like it helps them flow. Mm. Like, oh, that's fascinating, you know. Yeah, and it's not that it doesn't do that, but here is the the flip side on that. And it's the same thing with being reliant on caffeine relative to performance. You've created dependency. Mm. So what happens when you can't have that? Well, yeah. You know what I mean? And then th- that can double heighten the anxiety it's not that you've lo- it's not just that you've lost your ability to remove the anxiety you're now like now i don't have my anxiety fixer D- double for sure and, and so but is it but i mean is that enough to make you stop drinking coffee because what if someone takes it away someday well i think i'm gonna have to take it away someday <laughs> you're not going to though. well no I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm in the process like i've i actually think my consumption of coffee has aged me i i personally feel that yeah I, it's just too much adrenaline. But yeah, I know there's downsides. But my point is, like, just in a society where things are available, sure. Like, I get it, and I, and I don't think you want to develop a, a dependency on anything. But I'm sure there's people like, yeah, I get high like and and train like once a month, and it's like uh, if I'm if I'm without it, it's okay. Like I'll survive. But I like to do that once a month. I'm gonna break down the science on this, people. Whatever you say about THC, you know, people are like show show me the studies. It's, it's a metabolite. Same thing with like uh, alcohol. It's a metabolite. You have to break it down in your liver at a critical point. Your liver is the filter. If you're giving your liver a job other than producing enzymes for digestion and then pumping out glycogen to your muscles when you fucking need it, 
Fuck you, we're lifting weights. It's like it's like when you eat food. If you eat too soon before a workout, you're gonna feel really sick. It mm. takes energy to do. The more work you give your body to do, other than focusing on strangling me, you're behind. I'm trying to free it up as much as I can. And I had actually said before, I actually try not to caffeinate too close to training because I feel like I get dehydrated. Like that's true. I'm a sweaty guy. If I have caffeine, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm dumping water and I get dehydrated and then I don't perform. You're that, you're that key and pee meal meme <laughs> where it's just the guy looking just, and he's just blinking just and just sweat sweating. <laughs> yeah, that's me before even doing anything. <laughs> so that's why usually I'll give myself a, a good window of two hours of no caffeine but plenty of water um, to just be able to stay hydrated. But – Essentially, yeah, suck a couple of cones two hours before <laughs> your metabolites are out of the way, good to go. <laughs> it takes a month to get out your system, man. No, I, I think it, it's it's this mysticism that if you look at the and I'm always looking at improving athleticism. So it was like I don't know if you guys remember when power bands came out. Those holog there was like a little hologram, and you put it around your wrist, silicon band, yeah, yeah, and it's like look. I turn and move my arm. I can't move it that far. I put it on the power band. Look, I can move further. And they were, you know, they had no, no serious athletes endorsing it. It was like a retired Shaquille O'Neal, some surfer guy, a skater. You know, dudes that just perform anyway. It doesn't matter. You're not seeing like Miroslav from, you know, deep, deep Eastern Europe picking up 500 kilos on the deadlift with the power band on his wrist. Right, yeah. It's a fucking scam. The thing is, most people who are promoting smoking weed and doing jujitsu, it's 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 bro town. If you look at the highest level performers in the world, and people are like, yo, what about the Diaz brothers, man? Yo, they got cardio for days. They be smoking weed. It's like, yeah, but you got to look at that and say they perform in spite of them smoking weed. Like, it's not that it enhances. Like, yeah, they might be ADHD. It calms them down. It does whatever. That's fine. But how good could their cardio be? if they did not smoke weed. Like the Tour de France guys are not smoking weed. They're taking EPO. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like look at look at the people who are the, the fittest people in the world with the lowest resting heart rates. Like that's not what they're doing. Yeah. I'm always looking to people outside of jiu-jitsu to go, what does the strongest guy in the world do? Oh, he doesn't do that. What does the fittest person in the world do? Oh, they don't do that. It's like, what do they do? I'm not saying go out and take EPO, even though if you've got the budget, it's better than steroids. Uh, I've never taken it, but <laughs> if you've got that $3,000 a month type budget and you want to get fit, that's your liquid fitness right there. Um, really, it's not a performance enhancer. I wouldn't do it. That's me. I kind of see a couple of different contexts relevant to that, which is like maybe the Diaz brothers are exceptional because – from what I understand, they're getting high and then they're fighting in the UFC. Yeah. Like they're literally getting high and then stepping in the cage, yeah. which is like competing at the highest level. But I think that they would be, you know, like... Yeah, they're so dependent on it that it would fuck them up to not be high. If they didn't take it. Yeah. yeah, and that's a thing that like once you get so deep into something, it's just a part of you. Yeah. And we've all had those friends who are just married to the weed can't, and it's a lifelong relationship. Yeah. yeah. And there's people that do that with alcohol and with all sorts of drugs, right? So it's, it's amazing what the body's capable of once you're dependent on something. But say like with the, the weed culture in jiu-jitsu, yeah, okay, like you look at these guys that you see, the, the Merengalis, the Talos and Suarez, the, the, the guys who are competing at these top levels. Mm. Yeah, at, at that level of the game, you don't want to be high in a competition. You've got you to fucking bring it, right? Yeah. Um, 
But where I see the weed culture jiu-jitsu really flourishes is this, it's the lifestyle jiu-jitsu player. It's the everyday poor harder. I'm in the gym. I'm just fucking training, getting after it, like round after round. Like that's my, I'm a mat rat sure. and I'm fucking baked. It's a different context, you know, and, I, and I'm not for or against, right? I'm not like saying it's, it's good. I but, am directly against. But I can see, okay, that's where it really grows. I think culturally for jiu-jitsu, that's where people attach to it. I think it's not helpful. I think whatever, maybe I'm a bit more kind of straight edge. It's not to say, you know, like I said, I've smoked weed. I've taken plenty of drugs in my time. But well, How many drugs have you taken? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've taken a bunch. Uh, but I think I'm already a pretty uninhibited individual. I think that's what I realize about myself. I'm a bit crazy. Well, you also – I don't need you, drugs to yeah, go there. But, you, yeah, you operate on high energy. Yeah. Like that's your – That's a downer. Like, yeah. Yeah, right? Whereas – to a point, so do I. So to me, it's like it feels like if you're of that mindset, then it's like, well, it's a bit counter to to what to how you want to feel. Operate. Yeah, yeah. But I guess I'm just playing devil's advocate because I'm like, it obviously does help a lot of these people. I don't know. Sure. Be more creative or enjoy it in a particular way. Sure. And you know, and like say, like I, I can think of guys that that we've rolled with. Sure. Won't mention any names who are fucking baked every time we roll with them, mm. and they have a certain way of rolling. And I tell you what, the it just, I don't know if it goes hand in hand, but they're just always squirming and they're never out of breath and they always keep coming. And they're, and you're like, man, this guy's so fucking baked. I don't know if he knows what's going on right now, but I just, I just snapped his spine with this stack pass. <laughs> right. It's like different folks. I understand that. I feel like whatever you might say about certain things being acceptable within jujitsu, it's, it's not as helpful as it seems. I think people are like, oh, this must be a good thing. You know, like Rogan does it. Yeah, Rogan is also on like enough TRT to kill a horse. Yeah, but Rogan doesn't roll either. Like he doesn't do jiu-jitsu uh, anymore. He, he does sometimes. But, it, but I'm saying that uh, like – I don't – yeah, but it's not like – I mean, you know, he, he, he smokes weed and he is a jiu-jitsu but he, guy. But he has advocated for it. He's like, oh, yeah, guys in Brazil, X, Y, Z. Like he's just – this is confirmation bias. I'm not going to get into it, whatever. It's Rogan to the side. I'm saying the fact that it is like a really accepted part of jiu-jitsu culture I think is – outdated right and i think the fact that steroids on a very below the surface level is like really accepted in jiu-jitsu is also a problem because it's not as openly discussed but so many guys uh marijuana use is more like lower level guys steroid use in the upper echelon of jiu-jitsu is rampant and i think that's a problem and no one's really talking about that either because people who do jiu-jitsu are not that scientific they're not managing it that well. Unfortunately, even though we are all about the longevity because we appreciate, you know, it is a long journey and you want to be healthy, both those behaviours don't speak to longevity in the game necessarily. Right. This is where I'm circling back around. Yeah. Health is a vicarious thing. Something might strike you down, like some kind of terrible disease for whatever reason. Could be cancer, could be whatever. And I'm not saying, oh, smoke weed, you get cancer, but I'm just saying like if we think – Whatever you can do to keep yourself as healthy as possible, minimizing any kind of drugs, in my opinion, whether it's big pharma medications, you know, painkillers, anti-inflammatories, like I definitely think you shouldn't take those things. But I also think the same thing relevant to smoking weed as well. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, see, I see that stance. For me, I think there's a – I see more of a grey area because like as using myself as an example – a part of health is being able to relax, right, and get some, like, chill out, get some recovery, switch off from it all. 
And so if being able to, to vape a little bit of weed allows me to access that and I get like one night in the week where I'm like, oh, fuck, I was super chilled out and then I had a really deep sleep and mm. I'm like, well, that was improving my health. Even though uh, – and I, I vape it, right? I don't smoke it because the smoke fucks my lungs up these days. Like I don't yeah. want to – I think, yeah, like burning plant material and inhaling that into your lungs, that fucks you up. Yes, you know, I'm, I'm like vaping, I don't know what the science is, but it's way less harsh when I do it. Bucket bongs, you know, they're kind of up there with nice and friendly way to do it. <laughs> no, um, no, that's how my friends, if you ever wanted to get... I did a bucket bong once. <laughs> I never did it ever again. <laughs> I was like th- 12. Yeah, it's a high school. Oh, bro. That's some, that's, some, that's some 15 years old type bullshit. That's where I see it's nuanced because it's like, yeah, well, I like... Um, but how about, that's where I go, well, how about meditation, people? Like, yeah, but, but if you can't sit still with your thoughts, and I, I work on this, like, this is something I struggle with, right? Sitting still and trying to still my mind and just fucking breathe is the hardest single thing I can do. Yeah. Right? But that takes work. The value in it is. I've been working all week. Is I want, I, but seriously, like, on a Saturday night, I'm like, I want to sit down and do some hard mental work don't think about you know focus on the no man i want to fucking put netflix on (laughs) suck on this little black device a couple times eat a bowl of cocoa pops like sure like and i'm all about the work right you know no i know you're hard but so but so i'm i'm just pointing to like i see a place for it personally sure you know i mean i'm not even talking about steroids and shit because it's a whole different thing but but recreational drug use like yeah of course like drugs typically are bad for your health they will fuck you up yeah, but I'm also like, hey, if you want to go out like once every, you know, couple Whenever. times a year and have a bit of a blowout, yeah. that's probably good for your health. Sure, like on one aspect. Yeah, yeah, and, and I think there is something to be said for being able to relax. Can I tell a story about when I took drugs and trained jujitsu the next day? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, is this the ep- we can we let's, got let me, we got let two me, minutes. Let Joey. me tell you this story. It's, all right, what is this a short episode? It is. Oh fuck, that's okay. Let's go. Let's go. All right, so. I was out. It, I was. I was. I can't remember how. I was probably like uh, mid twenties. I was a. I think I was a blue belt at the time. Sure. Went out on a Sunday night. I'm fucking mid twenties because I'm going yeah, out on a Sunday, Sunday night. session. Working like freelance and shit. So I didn't have any. So I'm out Sunday night. It's pretty big. Someone gave me a little capsule. Of course. Right. And I had this thing. And I drank. We had a great night. Sure. Right? Some clubs. Whatever. Did Good the times. Thing. Had a great night. Got home late. Woke up. The next afternoon, I was at the beach. And at uh, Bondi Beach is where I was living. And I ran into some of the guys from Jits. And they're like, hey, man, you coming in tonight? And I'm like, nah, man, like, had a bit of a night last night. Like, I can't. Still and they're like, bro, you had the night. You have to come to training. Like, oh. that's the price you pay. You come train. Wow. And I was like, all right, I'll fucking be there. Fine. Turned up to training, didn't want to be there. Yeah. Got in there. I actually rolled with a black belt this night, I remember. Oh. I hit seven double leg takedowns on this fucking black belt. <laughs> You were in the zone. Dude, I was fucking on fire. <laughs> I was so fast and I, I don't hit, I never double leg. Like I've right. done about like seven in my whole life. Right. I was just fucking blitzing everyone. Oh, it's oh, like oh. neurons were just like, I was like, it was limitless. I was Bradley Cooper tearing the mat up. And I walked out of that session like, I'm a fucking savage. I'm a god. I'm such a savage. Wow. And so Tuesday night, I'm like, I'm back at training. <laughs> I rocked up, slapped hands, and I just got fucking pummeled by everyone for the whole session. <laughs> I was so slow. 
It wore off the down. Yeah. And it was it was night and day. It was like, holy shit, I was still under the influence. Yeah, wow. Whatever was in that capsule. Yeah. It was so funny because I was like, man, I was like a different fucking species last night. Wow. Yeah. And today I'm just a slug. <laughs> the wave it crested. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's so good. Take that with you guys. Make of it what you will. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you guys. Hey, check us out on YouTube. We've got heaps of great videos there, strength, mobility, and a bit of entertaining stuff. Plus, you can see all these episodes. You can watch the videos of us doing the potty. Uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Appreciate you all. Peace.